Nothing, uh... We, we've done this bit a bunch of times. So I, I wanted to change it up a little bit. How much money do you guys have in your bank accounts, and could you pay a $100,000 fine? So I guess you don't have to tell me how much money is in your bank accounts, but... <laughs> uh, that's a definitive no. I was going to say that. Right. Do you think Cole Custer right. has enough money in his bank account? I mean, we're going to talk about to it. Probably. Yeah. Do you think he gets paid $100,000? At some, at some point, he does. I'll look mm. up his contract. <laughs> Get into yeah, finance um, law. Yeah. There's a... I feel I feel bad. Like everyone heard, this is for the this is for the cold open. I feel like you know before the cold open, before we record, we kind of have pleasantries, and I had to had to run to the little boys' room, mm. like right when everyone decided they wanted to be ready for the show. See, and, see, um, folks, that's how you put blame on other people without putting <laughs> it on yourself. Continue. <laughs> Precisely, and I missed all the regular pleasantries, and so when I came back, I had to speed run my own pleasantries oh. about oh. my life. We were talking about World War One. You, you, yeah, you... that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, it could have been college football, which I care less about, or NFL football, <laughs> which I don't care about. I was going to say I don't think cool, Matt cares about college football either. So yeah, same. So um, <laughs> I guess you guys have that in common. Uh, they played at the Hotspur Stadium this past weekend, though. They did. They did. It was a they very did. good game, also. Yeah, and the Packers lost, which made it even better. Yeah. The um, best part is they're um, they're trying to get. American companies naming rights for the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium because oh, the NFL wow. is going to be playing there so much. But they get they have a, they're in advanced talks with Google right now, mm. which sucks because I'm always going to call it the old name of the stadium. I'm always going to call it White Hart Lane because it's <laughs> the same exact place where it was. But yeah, uh, on around the NFL, they always refer to it as the Big Tot. So that's kind of sick. I like that yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I kind of like as a fan of Tottenham, I like that. That raises the question, what would you call the Charlotte Motor Speedway if you had to give it a nickname? The uh, Roval Dome. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, folks, this is the Fake Racers Podcast. Uh, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I'm Joe. I'm Davey. I'm Matthew. And we can't wait to talk about racing with you for the next probably under an hour. All right. It is It is past Good 11 times. o'clock in the east. It's actually like 11.20 in the east. We're all tired, but we're going to bring the energy anyway because that's what we do. That's what yeah, we do. I'm, I'm amped up on Strawberry Kiwi Emergency right now. So Good podcasters uh, don't back down. Uh, Matthew is coming coming into his second straight podcast here tonight. The real heroes in this country. That is, Matt just came out. How long was that Oofsides episode, bud? Like, uh, probably like two and a half hours, you know. Yeah. Pretty standard. That is insane. It's not really I, that long. That's, this is what I get. <laughs> This is what I get for going. Yeah, guys, let's let's do oof sides. You know, post it on JTN too. We, you know, hopefully you get it's more viewership that it's way. It's still a good idea. It is. Yeah. But then I also tried to give them the caveat. Hey, keep it about an hour, because we see that the longer shows don't do as well, which makes a <laughs> lot of sense. Dumb, so. But then they you should. You should set. What you should do is you should get like one of those little like sand things that you can turn over for like half an hour. <laughs> And you should just divide the show up into like four half an hour segments. That way you can still talk forever because everyone wants to talk. But, but you can upload it in four little bits. Upload it. We can upload it. <laughs> I, th- I think it was upload it in palatable one, segments. One episode is your recap. You, you release that on a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And, and then you do your Thursday night football preview with that one. And then your second episode for the week is your preview for the rest of the weekend. You are... 
grossly overestimating the abilities of the Oofsides cast to come together multiple times a week. No, no, no. You still <laughs> record it all at once. You still record the two record hours. Record it all at once. Oh, yeah. But you split it record up it so that your uploads you're are smaller. You're recording for two hours anyway. Just buy a little sand timer thing like the pirates have. Yeah. yeah. This one, I think, was only like an hour long. Okay. Like hour I'm proud of you. Um, the first one you're was way Steven. too long. So <laughs> The first one was also the one that did the best. Yeah. <laughs> That it's one really was like over two hours long, and I was like, you, "Can we? YouTube we got to speed it up here, you guys." <laughs> it's so intriguing how you guys can talk about football that long. Like that's awesome. Like I well, love it. A I lot mean, of the time is we just get wildly like off topic. Um, it's it's a like weekly tradition where we will get so far off topic talking about sometimes stuff not even football, and then we'll be like, "And that was Giants Packers." <laughs> so, Davey doesn't know yeah. what those things are. I, I've never heard of a what was it called a um, Hiante's Pacers. That's the basketball team, right? The Packers Pacers. Yeah, close enough. All right. Um, tonight, uh, I just want to give a little. I, I learned that Ricky thought that people that study trees were abolitionists. <coughs> I don't wow. know if you guys saw me post that clip. I did see that. Um, <laughs> Davey, I don't know if you saw it. I think it's definitely worth a watch. I posted it in a I couple places. It. Yeah. I, I, I heard about it when it happened and then I saw it and yeah. I still kind of can't believe that it happened. So I, I lost it, man. I, I that's amazing. I can't believe that that's a thing that's real. Hey, and you he guys hold up the show. It. I'm going to I'm going to get water because I'm a bad podcaster. That's OK. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Um, we're just we're just spitballing here right now. So, yeah, this is kind of our. Oh, look, that mug has a that one's got on a handle. It. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I wonder if that's a JTN mug. Probably not, though, because it does yeah. it does have a handle. Um, that one is, though. Yeah, so. go buy it. JTN merch store, please. Um, help support me. Uh, t- uh, t- uh, Bristol needs food. Yeah, buy JTN merch so Bristol can eat. You wouldn't want Bristol to go hungry, would you? Um, since not- we're still exchanging pleasantries, what did you do this weekend, Joe? Um, oh, I went to the f- my first hockey game of the year for. Oh, sick. Good old U of M, and we won. We kicked butt. We scored a minivan, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, I didn't go to the second. I didn't go to the Saturday night game. I just went to the Friday night game, and we played Boston University this weekend. It's standing room only for Friday and limited tickets for, for Sunday's game, so right. pretty exciting. I watched the Lions lose, you know, watched the racing, yeah. watched the Lions lose, watched Michigan give me a heart attack for first half of the football game so you know pretty pretty standard weekend you of course were on vacation hunting well that, that was the weekend before um oh you were on vacation last week yeah this weekend i spent almost all of saturday and sunday working on my bronco which i finally got back Heck still yeah. not running but we're gonna get there so bronco is it are you like broncoing it up so old motor was bad 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 head gasket or cracked head or something. So it's got a new motor in it. It's not running right now. Probably just old gas. Put new spark plugs in it. I have new plug wires in my car. New distributor cap. New rotor. Probably going to get a new ignition coil. Um, it's getting fuel. So I got to figure out why it's not running. But we're going to get there. So. Nice. I'm trying to replace all the cheap stuff before we actually do expensive stuff to it. Davey, did you do anything fun this past weekend? I went grocery shopping. Oh, nice. What'd you get? Oh, hell yeah. Went to the grocery <laughs> I got um. I keep coughing without muting the mic. It's because okay. I'm busy. I'm busy podcasting. Yeah, um, exactly. Correct. TRA busy man. experience. TRA podcaster Davy Hazard. Busy man. Um. Yeah. I leave to get water in the middle. I got um. 
hamburgers and chicken and uh like, like manly potato, stuff or potatoes and like uh sauce and pasta and oh. so i got some like looks she got a little more parmesan cheese because i was running out i was running low by running low i had half a little canister thing yeah i get the industrial sized ones i don't blame you honestly i need to just do that i think the problem with that is I, as i would get complacent i would be like oh i have plenty and then i wouldn't you don't get I have so much at my parmesan disposal. cheese man because I, 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 I would have too much at my disposal is the problem. I'd be like, oh, I can just use it up. And then yeah. two, bowl, two, two plates of pasta later, I'm like, oh, my industrial size tub of Parmesan's almost gone. <laughs> and so what am I going to do now? You got to go to, you go get it at Costco's like, or Sam's Club or I think BJ's uh, is another. Oh, I forgot to use my danger shampoo. Let me just shake my head out over it or something. <laughs> oh, I don't God. Know. <clears throat> Man, I wanted to eat pasta for dinner tomorrow. It's ruined now. All right, show's over, guys. Thanks for watching. No, yeah. um, I was going to eat pasta tonight, but I had tacos instead. Tacos, mm. as some might it's say. It's Tuesday. Recording on a Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. That's I hate what we tacos. Do. You're weird what? for that. I think yeah. I don't... We're not, I well, don't want to dive into I that. Like, I just no, want no, no, to no. acknowledge that I that should, is weird. I should, I, should re, I should rephrase that. I hate, sure. like, taco nights at home. Like, good tacos are good, but, like... So I, you, don't, you don't like the occasion. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I guess I can't. Don't I like just the, I don't, you don't like the attention. I don't like the taco seasoning. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it is. I just don't like the taco no, seasoning. <laughs> I don't like the taco seasoning. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Why did that get me? That was really funny. <laughs> this cold opening's been going for like fifteen minutes. We should probably talk I, about that. Um, it's actually it's only been so going for nine minutes and forty-eight seconds. Forty-nine feels 50. a lot longer. <laughs> The, the least interesting yet? part of the race, uh, Christopher Bell won. I mean, it was a walk-off win, I, right? I'm, uh, who cares? I'm not going to lie. I like immediately forgot that Christopher Bell won like immediately after. Yeah, because you're probably crying because your driver got eliminated. Nah, I was like, oh, whatever. Little baby. Where's Keselowski at, buddy? <laughs> 29th in points, yeah. and I'm happy. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, my driver was out after Texas, so... <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got um, a concussion. Um. Disgust. A card. Oh, my camera's not. Oh, dude. Uh, what the... you, you might get demoted to tier B. Honestly. <laughs> what the... Why is it doing that? <laughs> it's only focused if you're like right up on it. <laughs> <laughs> Fake you guys. <laughs> if I if I oh we're good. Hey, we're good. there we go. We're good. I had to um, I had to trick it. A cardboard sign brings out a caution that says it wasn't cardboard. That was corrugated. It's corrugated plastic. Oh, so that could cut a tire. Oh. It. I don't know if it could cut a tire, but yeah. running over it would suck because it's so big. The rear tires would slide right out. Um. Yeah. You would. You would. You would spin out on it. Yeah. That's Maybe a no hazard. Just slide on that. I agree. I I think it's like. And you're the hazard expert. Me. I think it's um. I I see the merit in people who are like. But also like, I definitely see why it was. Like I understand. I was it. definitely rooting for a caution too when I saw that on the racetrack. So I'm. Not oh gonna, yeah, <laughs> I'm not the gonna... race. The ra- The fan in me was like, we need something. Yeah. When, we, when they showed that sign on the track. I'm pretty sure Discord erupted. Um, we were very happy. 
we, the crazy we, part we, is we, they, they threw the caution and yeah. Chase was leading. I mean, like, that's bonkers. That's, I was like, there's no way they throw this. There's no way. There's no way. And then they did. Gotta say, I was, I was thoroughly surprised. The, the way Chase Elliott got the lead was just like so frustrating to watch how Reddick and, and Almondinger's crews just pulled like just terrible strategies to just hand Chase a four second lead. I was like, what are you oh, doing? You know. Um, I mean, the, the next gen car sucks on the road courses and its current iteration. Um, yeah. I don't really feel like there's a fix coming for that. Um, because, you know, all the concern has to go to safety right now. But, uh, yeah, Cardboard Sign brings out a caution. We get a bunch of crazy restarts. Shout out to AJ Allmendinger and Tyler Reddick for not giving a crap on the one restart. Had AJ, <laughs> AJ, AJ bounce chase and Reddick don't chase. Yeah. Yeah. And Reddick's the only one getting hate, but that's because he's going to Toyota anyways. So, you know, I, all the Chevy fanboys. When Almondinger ran Elliott up the track and then missed the exit of the corner, and then Harvick was like, "All right, I don't mind if I do if that's how we're doing stuff," and then just punted Almondinger too. And I was like, "This is getting stupid." Okay. I mean, honestly, like that—that was one of those situations too where I don't think AJ did anything like too bad, right? Like I—I think we've kind of gotten to the point where we are—we are okay with side-by-side contact. Maybe not okay with running a guy over, um, William Byron, but. You know, um, yeah, definitely, definitely weird. Uh, so Chase, of course, was pouting after the race. Um, just want to say, if you're the most popular driver, don't push cameras away from you. Politely ask them to leave or, you know, go to the hauler if you want to have a private conversation. I know Davey's rolling his eyes because he doesn't care. <laughs> um, no, it's not because I don't care. It's just. What? It, it does. Like, it's your job. Yeah. It's your job. It's your job. It's the same thing that I, I've been... It's gone straight up my butthole with IndyCar drivers recently in the past like year, like not caring about you know, being a presence in the sport in that way. And Chase Elliott just wants to show up and drive. Uh, that That's cool and all. It's not what you signed up for. It's not your job. Yeah. It's part of your job. It's one of your, it's one of your responsibilities. But it's not your only job. And I just... I don't know. It, it, I kind of cringe when he, when he kind of does the new Chase Elliott thing where he's kind of sassy and he's just like well because all his fans support the crap out of him no matter what he does so he knows he's not going to really lose them I mean Chase Elliott could walk out on Broadway and I don't know pop a guy piss on a child probably and get away with it it feels like with NASCAR fans at least you know I guess maybe not get away with it but yeah um, yeah you know I yeah Mm mm-hmm I don't know. It's it was awkward. It was weird. It was just weird. Yeah. That's that's the main thing. It was we have one rule, Joe. Matt. What is it? Don't be weird. It's free. <laughs> I know he gets paid a ton of money to not be weird. He was weird. Yeah. I mean, I get frustrations and stuff, but I, I dude's doing his job and to push the, him and the camera. I mean. Those cameras are heavy. I mean, we can get into the whole, oh, he could have shoved him over. I mean, we saw what a football player shoving a guy over does. But yeah, uh irrelevant. I hate I hate doing straw man arguments, but it's it's the same kind of crap that Kyle Bush has been getting trashed for for fifteen years. Oh know? yeah. So Yeah, no, I don't even know I wouldn't even call that a straw man. That's just sure. facts. Like the, the way I think the whole like, oh if it was Kyle Bush and it was like Yeah, like like yeah. genuinely if Kyle Bush did that, we would be hearing about it still. You know, yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Um, SHR plays some games at the end the of the race. Big story. Uh, big yeah, story. Big story right now. Um, Cold Custer hit the brakes going into the backstretch chicane. No, he at, had a flat, remember? Well, because he had, <laughs> he had a flat, so he hit the brakes. Um, yeah, Chase Briscoe was already in a position to advance because he had the, held the tiebreaker with Larson because Larson had an atrocious round of 12 as well. Um, Not to mention just a complete meltdown at the end of that race, too. Well, I mean, he, he made a mistake. He hit the wall, and the car's fragile as F, and... Mm-hmm. Davy's yeah. got his lozenge. He's gonna pop another one in. Lozenge time, because I have stuff to say. <laughs> um. Oh, I uh. Consistency is where I go with this one. Consistency. You're going down a dead end. Am I? You're going down a dead end. You're going. You're going towards a dead end. If you're if you're gonna. Ask for consistency. Well, with okay, I understand that. That's a dead end. But I can still have the same gripe with them. It's just another example of it, right? Like, it, okay, okay. that's that's the problem I have with it. <laughs> um, William Byron punts a fellow playoff contender under caution, and NASCAR does the right thing and gives Byron a penalty, a twenty-five point penalty, and a fifty thousand dollar fine. Um, that penalty is then appealed. And no longer carries points going into last week's race. I think we forget if we... I guess we didn't get to talk about that. Um, which, by the way, what? is complete BS. Because they either appeal yeah. the penalty before the next race or don't let them appeal. Yeah. I mean, you can you can just not let them appeal conduct penalties. I feel like that's a really good idea. Not one that'll ever be... Implic- like implicated you know not one that error you know it's like it's never gonna happen but or in an ideal world you don't blatantly miss somebody intentionally spinning somebody down the front stretch under caution and then there's no penalty to appeal you just <laughs> act on it in the middle of the race when it happened <laughs> Send them like to the back. It, like it's your job and then <laughs> this doesn't even happen that's still I, the craziest <laughs> thing that they're just like oh yeah we that. didn't see it I call BS on that. Ignorance. That's a complete oh, load of crap. And the 100%. fact that they, and the fact that the, I know NASCAR does, isn't the appeal court, but the fact that he his penalty got appealed, I think is shows that NASCAR doesn't care. No, so. no, because you or can't. maybe not doesn't care, but it, it just adds to the fact that if you're in the playoffs, you can do whatever you want. So NASCAR made some uh, amendments to the rule book in terms of on track conduct this past week going into this race that kind of address those things. Um, some of those gray areas to kind of make it so well we can do this penalty because the whole appeals argument from what i my understanding of it was well it doesn't say that they're going to penalize us like this if we do this and the appeals panel is like well there wasn't a precedent set precedent set um which i think is the argument that hendrick used with their probably billion dollar lawyers i'm sure that they have for some reason yeah um so again i mean it's that that whole deal is so freaking frustrating because hey guess what William Byron being in the playoffs is also what knocked Kyle Larson out of the playoffs and um, I don't know if about you but I think I'd rather have Kyle Larson in the playoffs than William Byron hmm. um, not that I don't think either has been that much better than the other but 
Kyle Larson, I feel like, gives me a better chance to win a driver's title. It is good karma. Um, Yeah. It's, uh... But, I mean, the root of this comes... We're coming back to, you know, we gotta, we gotta come circle back around to the it's SHR. 41. Yep. With the, with the 41 and the 14. I... It's, um... Man, you know... It is a very hefty penalty levied against the 41 team. Indefinitely and... suspending their crew chief. Yeah. That's that is, um, for that guy. That's Mike big Shippler. time. Hey, who knows? Maybe he'll finally get a crew chief that's good. Um, Whoa. <laughs> just a second. Not making any My arguments. My neighbor's dog is barking. I'm going to close the bathroom window. Yeah, close the window. Um... Okay. That indefinite suspension, though, that's that is that's the crazy part. Yeah, yeah. Hundred thousand dollars don't matter. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of like back and forth with the severity of it, and did it actually make a difference? I think it makes a huge no, difference. It makes... I think, I think, I think, I think the actions on the track make a difference, regardless of the point situation heading into the final chicane. We're looking at. We're looking at two to three cars that were in front of a playoff driver that was tied on points in two of arguably the most treacherous corners on the whole circuit, the whole whole schedule, excuse me. And I think the reason the penalties are so harsh is because of the risk that is involved in those last two corners. What Cole Custer did cleared that risk. It gave, without a doubt, the ability for Chase Briscoe to advance to the next round. Did it? I think, and they said as much as well. They said it wasn't the sole reason. If it was the sole reason, it would have been a much harsher penalty. And so I'm glad that they took that into account. But it's it's really tough because I, I it's in in a, in a very like micro way. It's not all that much different than the argument that. William Byron's point tally being different before and after Talladega caused drivers to race differently than they would have if they would have known the point situation prior to the race in Talladega. It's obviously a much smaller contained form of that, but it's no different. And so at the end of the day, I guess I agree with the penalties. It makes sense. Um, I don't know. It's definitely a, I don't want to say it's totally new. It's just we haven't seen something this, this like that in a while, you know. I don't know where I stand on this. Like, because it, it. On one hand, it's like. You have co- teams out there fielding multiple cars and then NASCAR is going to act surprised that they work together. You know, oh. NASCAR's wording on this penalty is that Cole Custer and the 41 team violated the 100% rule. It's real convenient how they can enforce that whenever they want. So, well, they and do not, that with not all the time. It just blows yeah. my Like, should there not be a rule? Like, for what happened? No, <laughs> Other than the 100% I mean, rule? I get it. I get what you're saying um, in terms of doing what he did where he did it is very dangerous. Yeah, um, on that hand, I could if you wanted to come down on Cole Custer and be like, that was because he basically just break checked Austin Dillon in the middle of the straightaway. Not even that is dangerous. Yeah. It's not even that is dangerous. It's it's that 
when that when that happened, Chase Briscoe had a clear racetrack ahead of him. Basically, you've eliminated all the risk of those those last two corners for mm. your teammate by brake checking other the other two drivers. Where, say he's behind those drivers and he's tied on points, maybe he makes a move, then he makes a mistake, or someone else makes a mistake. You're 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 pushing him without a shadow of a doubt to have that happen. That's where I think it is. It's it is also dangerous that he brake checked the field. Yeah, but but it's also eliminating the risk in 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 what could be you know a season deciding set of corners you just kind of cleared out all the competitors that mattered and i mean think about it if tv isn't showing it live they're not going to see it at all it's true (laughs) i was thinking about that i was like honestly this probably only blew up as big as did because they were riding on board with briscoe as it happened but to me it's like I, i i get from from the perspective of how blatant it was but like you know they didn't have a problem with eric jones letting denny hamlin buy to get him into the final four in 2020 and that's they didn't have a problem with ross chastain holding up kyle bush to get kurt bush a win last year they didn't have a problem with chase elliott holding up kevin harvick to get kyle larson a win i just don't understand what the precedent is kevin harvick intentionally wrecked the entire field on a restart six or seven years ago and they they were okay with that Let's, it just goes to show what I'm talking about. It's if you're in the playoffs, you can do whatever you want. But if you're not, they're going to drop the hammer on you. Let's let's look at more so the ones in the last three years. So going all the way back to the Jones at Martinsville through some of those other ones you mentioned. Um, Jones at Martinsville. Uh, if Davies argument is affecting other drivers races, Eric Jones didn't really affect anyone else's race by giving Denny Hamlin a position and riding behind him. Now, at the time, did I like it? No. Do I it agree with Kevin it? Harvick's because it made him have to go run down Kyle Busch. Yeah, well, it affected Kevin Harvick's. Well, Denny Hamlin only had to gain one spot to affect Kevin Harvick that much. I mean, it, it's not it's not directly in fact affecting in terms of, hey, I'm parking my car here. I'm putting my fellow competitors at risk. Can yeah, see, I, you, I agree with that aspect that? Okay, of it. So it's but, it's the, fa- the fact that NASCAR's framed it in a way that seems like it's like we're penalizing him because he gave Chase Briscoe a point. Is, the, is what it seems more like. And this is where the argument comes in. They're penalizing him because he violated the 100% rule. Now, let's look at Kurt Busch, Ross Chastain last year at Atlanta, right? Um, Ross Chastain is trying to stay on the lead lap. Um, competitors racing. His teammate just miraculously gets around, takes the lead, and he pulls over. I have a whole video over on the main JTN page about it. Whole video about it. Whole video talking about how the same thing happened in the spring there, where Ryan Blaney, where Joey Logano cut Ryan Blaney a huge break, and no one batted an mm. eye. Um. So in that situation, is he violating the hundred percent rule? Are you going to violate? Are you going to say that every driver that lets the leader go towards the end of a race because they're going a lap down or they're going another lap down is violating the hundred percent rule? No, you can't. That's asinine. Um, where, where the waters get muddy is going into that Chase Elliott thing because Chase Elliott very much was parking his car in front of Kevin Harvick, right? And Mm -hmm. even then that one's still muddy because you could say the same thing. Well, well, his teammate just so happens to get by Kevin Harvick. Um, Except for the part where Chase blatantly says it over the radio, what he's doing. Uh, yeah, there you go. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. And here lies our problem. Um, 
it's consistency as always like you were saying earlier yeah um so and, and again no two events are the same again is brake checking someone going into a very high speed chicane a little more dangerous than brake checking someone at bristol sure um but also nascar needs to just officiate everything as if it is the same um and that consistency will continue to be questioned. Tony Stewart posted today he needs new hobbies, which was hilarious. <laughs> I um, yeah. I'm sure Kevin Harvick is acting like this is all because of him, and NASCAR's just trying to get back at SHR because <laughs> Kevin Harvick spoke out about the next-gen car. Cause... <laughs> I, by the way, I don't know if you guys... I haven't listened to last week's show yet, but I love that dynamic of Rodney Childers basically outright saying that, like, yeah, we've been skirting around the rules all year, and then NASCAR catches them for skirting around the rules, and they're like, oh, it's because we talked out or spoke out about the next gen. And it's like, no, it's because you just admitted to cheating. Well, <laughs> so. and that's, that's another problem with the whole we're going to pick two cars at random, and it just so happens a lot of times the two cars picked are two drivers yeah. that have said something in the last three weeks. That is correct. No. And now, that, that's not to say that there wasn't something wrong with the deck lid. Oh, I'm sure something but, was wrong with it. I'm sure maybe, something was wrong with it. Yeah, maybe but if they, you're doing illegal shit with your car, maybe don't stick out a giant flag and be like, we've been doing this all year, what's up with that? <laughs> and then ask yeah. like hey let us check out your car then don't be surprised when you're the random car i mean i i feel like that that's in and i think i, I listened to door warper clear today and they confirmed that as well that like <laughs> stuff like that's been going on for decades yep just uh you know just either don't now, cheat is, don't is cheat. it right <laughs> don't draw it, attention to yourself <laughs> is it right to make the random car not a random car and it's like oh this guy's being a, a d-bag if you're up Come front on about in, it, you know. if you're up front about it, if you just say it's not random that Steve Phelps or Scott Miller, Scott Miller is probably the one that would actually because he's VP competition, I think. Mm -hmm. Scott yeah. Miller picks him. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care. But don't don't say it's random if it's not random. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I the think argument it's there. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I, maybe it's random in terms of maybe Kevin Harvick has 10 little pieces of paper compared to everyone else having one. <laughs> Still a statistical chance that he's not getting drawn. But, oh, man, he got drawn. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. The darndest thing. Stuff in the box. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, it goes back to the consistency argument. We will have that till the end of time, it feels like. With yes, we will. Daniel, not all Daniel Suarez, Alex <laughs> Bowman, Austin Sindrick, and, of course, Kyle Larson is the big one eliminated out of this round. Last round, it was Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch. Um thoughts yeah opinions that stunk for suarez especially the way that they missed it too. losing power yeah, steering that was tough for suarez obviously bowman that's that's a tough situation Sindrick, he was so close Sin i feel like i feel like it was stacked Sin in a way to where he definitely could have got to the round of a if he just Sindrick was just running people over and no one batted yep. an eye about it and oh then yeah he gets yeah. run over and it's like ah well, that's the crazy yeah. thing to think about is like we don't even get this entire discussion if Austin Dillon doesn't just flat out punt uh, Chase Briscoe on the first restart into the <laughs> backstretch chicane. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think Chase Briscoe is obviously the underdog going into this round of eight compared to everyone else. Yeah, pretty pretty obvious. Um. Moving on to Xfinity, AJ Allmendinger wins his fourth straight Roval race. Um, comes first driver to win the race from the pole, blah, 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 blah. Good run from him. Uh, him and Ty Gibbs, of course, battling all day because it's a road course. What else do we expect at this point? 
Daniel Hemrick. It's just unreal here. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be crazy when he gets to when he can't run this race next year to see who wins. Because Ty yeah. Gibbs also won't be able to run this race. Well, oh boy. Um, Finally, they're going to let somebody else win the, the Roval. <laughs> someone else yeah. gets to win the road courses next year. Yippee. Here comes Sheldon Creed. Um, hey. Daniel Hemrick, Riley Herbst, Ryan Sieg, Jeremy Clements. Th two of those not surprising at all. Three of those pretty much not surprising at all. Daniel Hemrick, I don't know if it's surprising or not surprising. It's just the fact that the defending series champion in both the uh, Xfinity and Cup series are on the outside looking in, going into the round of eight. Yep. Uh, yeah, got the announced. team has struggled bad this year. Yeah. Um, they they swapped crew chiefs right before the playoffs too on the eleven and the ten, which was weird. Yeah. Um, I think Jason Trincher. <coughs> God. I should know how to say his name. He raced over at Fast actually. Um, oh. Hi. Oh. Yeah. But uh, not much really happened to note in this race. I don't. I don't know if you guys have any notes. Ryan Sieg was going nuts. He trying was trying to get in that and back into that. Had a good shot at it actually too, but got kind of held up on the one of those last couple of restarts there. Well, Brandon um, Jones decided to just go, haha, I'm gonna finish fourth for some reason. So Yep. Riley Arps was right. kind of a wrecking ball also. It, which is which is fun. He wasn't for a little bit, but then yeah. he definitely was. Then once yes. he got to the back, it was like it was over. <laughs> It, I mean, he was a wrecking ball for sure. Like the last first, like 80% of that race, totally fine. Last 20%, I think he was involved in every accident. Yeah. And that's not a joke. Um, <laughs> other than that, nothing much. Nothing much. Yeah. Um, here's some fun stuff. NASCAR media rights. Um, big, big new contract coming up for 24, 25. I forget which year. Um, Teams are only receiving about 7% of the cheat fee revenue. Uh, which is crazy. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. I was listening to Dorm Over Clear when I wrote this. They brought right. up a very good point. Do we want the best drivers? Because we need more money for the teams. Yes, we do want the best drivers. That's a yeah. good question. Never mind. I felt like well, that I was, was a say, rhetorical. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. going to say it's phrased as do we want the best drivers in NASCAR or do we like pay drivers? And it's like, uh, we need both. Obviously, Paul Menard needs to come back. So, Fair. yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Ew, Adam Stern just tweeted out that New York City is near the top of NASCAR's wish list for another street race. Gross. Never going to happen. I haven't even run one yet. Never going to happen. I remember I was listening to, um, I, I forget which track president this was i brought this up before but it was he was part of the group that was trying to bring a racetrack to new york city or like near new york city and um they spent millions upon millions of dollars um with with you know with lobbyists and 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 all this that and the other thing and they got nowhere with it so i don't see that changing honestly especially for a street race no like you, know. you gotta, you gotta knock it out of the park with Chicago to even think about adding another one. Yeah. And I'm worried about Chicago being any good because I do not like that course layout. But again, then again, it's a bunch of 90 degree turns, and that's pretty much the only good road course racing we see is the 90 degree turns now. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry, street courses. Yeah, I uh, you know, there's a what uh, uh, the meteorites thing. That's a really big deal. 
Oh, it's a huge it's, deal because and it, it's not being talked about enough. I don't think. I well, like it's being talked about. It's still not being talked about enough. So, um, there's also the report that NASCAR is talking with streaming services. I saw that as well. Which, hey, Truck Series, looking at you, you could you could benefit from being on a you know Peacock or a ESPN Plus or something like that. I I think. Mm-hmm. Not all the races, right? You still want to have some a lot of those races still on actual television, but um, having a like four or five exclusive races, maybe maybe you throw a Tal- the Talladega race on there, maybe you throw the Bristol Dirt race on there, maybe the, something like that, you know? Um, you throw some of those weird marquee, you throw one marquee on there, and then you throw some other ones. But uh, um, the media rights thing is so interesting because. You have an influx right now, and this is something we've known about for a while, 2311, uh, with Michael Jordan and his group. Uh, you got a bunch of different folks at Roush with uh, Steve Newark, I think is his name. Um, whatever. Um, you have a lot of individuals, though, that are very sports savvy on the team side, finally. It's not just a bunch of good old boys from the South running these race teams. It's There are some very business savvy people that have experience outside of the sport which is the big key there is the experience that's outside of the sport um it's no secret that live sporting events are worth more um look at when the pandemic started the fact that uh wwe wrestling which was the only live sports going on all of a sudden had a big deal with espn to showcase a bunch of old pay-per-view because it was at least something that a lot of people hadn't seen. It's live sports when it was originally recorded, that type of stuff. Um, they need a bigger slice of the TV pie. The tracks get way too much money for what they actually put into their venues. Um, and the tracks argument is going to be, well, it costs a lot of money. Well, the tracks also get ticket sales. Okay, Maybe that yeah, puts more... Rebuilding your race cars after Talladega costs a whole lot of money, too. <laughs> Do you... I can tell you that there are three tracks that I would go to for the track. Indianapolis, Daytona. I can't even name a third one, really. Maybe Bristol? Maybe? I don't have Darlington. Mich- Darlington, now that actually there. That's it. <laughs> um, gotcha. But um, <clears throat> I, I go to Michigan because it's the closest track. I don't we wouldn't say any more, especially with the kind of state of disrepair some of the stuff is in, in my opinion, mm. that I'd go there because I enjoy Michigan International Speedway. Go there because I enjoy NASCAR racing. Enjoy racing. Mm. That's why I go to the racetrack. Um, the racetracks as promoters need to do better jobs of getting ticket sales. It's easy. It's it's easy to just put that on them. And, um, you know, the worry could be that, okay, well, then all of a sudden the ticket prices are going to go up. And then we're not going to have fans in the stands. Well, all right. Well, that sucks. Lower your ticket prices and figure it out another way. Yeah. I there, you make hand over fist on money. A lot of times these are volunteers that you have working for you on race weekends, which that goes on un, unnoticed, unsaid. Um, how many times have you gone to the racetrack parking and you've been parked by the Boy Scouts? Yeah. Yeah. Or your yeah. local football team, or you know what I mean. Well, and, uh, and yeah, and a lot of this too comes from like the idea behind racing is, you know, your prize money 
Again, apologies for the dog barking outside my window. Okay. The prize cool. money is like your incentive for performance. You know, you win, you get a big check. Oh, you can reinvest in your team. That's not how it works anymore. Like you obviously sponsorship is a thing. Now you need even like further investment. So the idea that teams barely receive any of the TV money for the product that they are the reason like when I when I tune in to watch a race like this weekend, I'm not watching for Charlotte Motor Speedway. I'm watching because I want to see Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick race. And yep. it's like and the people who are putting them in race cars every week should be the people who are getting the money because it's their labor that's that's generating the interest. Well, you know, and with the charter deal, how much money you receive is more now than ever tied to where you are in the points. Yeah. And if you have it's, three bad races to start the year, all of a sudden, no crap. Right? Yeah. I um, mean, it's the same argument as like when people complain about like, oh, my God, why do why do football players make so much money? And it's like it's because they generate that much money. And like the NASCAR teams generate this TV income, they should get a friggin bigger section of it. You know? Hmm. You need to give people incentive to invest in NASCAR. It's not it shouldn't like these cars are so friggin expensive. Shout Can't out to be a money sink anymore. Shout out to the NASCAR teams, too, for doing a good job of controlling this narrative and not letting NASCAR run away with it. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate that. Um, just like the drivers with the safety narrative, although they go a little extreme, in my opinion, sometimes um, mm. still good. Good on them. Uh, you got anything yeah. to add, Davey? I don't want to cut no. you short. I know this is your specialty. All good. So. I'm all good. Um, the last thing. <laughs> It, it was also reported that NASCAR's big old solution is, hey, let's just reduce the costs. Um, teams have already slashed costs, and then you actually increase the costs on them. So um, that's crazy. Yeah. And you also told them, hey, fire everybody. Yikes. Yeah, that's weird. Yikes. Um, NASCAR held sa next-gen safety meetings this past weekend. They had a crash test that went better. Data was better. Uh, redesigned rear clip got reported today that nascar is going to be paying for these um changes to the rear clip all it is pretty much um i had the diagram pulled up let me pull the diagram back up so i'm not uh completely talking out of my butt on this a lot of it is they're going to remove some bars um that should hopefully let that rear collapse more um Which is crazy that, hey, let's... <laughs> oh, I love looking at this. <laughs> um, see those new, do you see those new Bozzy tweets? I did, that's what I was looking at, because yeah, he did yeah. a good job of um, pointing out. So, uh, good on NASCAR for being like, hey, we're going to help you pay for it. And we're going to yeah. pay for it. Because... I feel like that was... And maybe some people were like, that's never going to happen. But like I was, I mean, I, that's kind of what I expected. That's like the least you could do. Um, <laughs> hey, guess what? Guess where all that TV money for this year is going. <laughs> it's not going into the yep. slush fund. Um, I would. Sounds like drivers still aren't happy. Sounds like these meetings are going to be a new thing going forward, which is good. Um, because NASCAR is probably very scared of a driver shooting starting, if we're uh, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um. Yeah, I don't know. 
we talked about this rear clip so much. I don't need to. I don't yeah. I think expand on it too much. It's way too rigid. Yeah. Box tubing isn't great. Um, deleting. What's the Deleting some of these boxes is going to hopefully help make that collapse more. If it collapses more, it dissipates more energy, less energy to the driver, hopefully less less pain for the driver, too. Um, but then again, the hits are a lot softer than ever before, so, you know, why are the drivers getting hurt? We don't know. Excuse. I hate that excuse. For the folks at home that can't see my face um, that are just He's listening Joe to Joe is very upset for the- Get very yeah. animated when we talk about safety. Yeah. Um, so there's other silly season stuff. AJ Allmendinger is officially to the 16 car. I think we touched on it last week. I would um, just like to point out I called this about a year ago. So. Oh, yeah, you called it about a year ago for this year. Oh, crazy. Um, it makes sense. They're going to be playoff contenders, most likely. AJ has competed on all the road courses this year. Probably could have won, should have won Coda. Um, could have won this Same race. Thing. Yeah, this week. So, bada bing, bada boom. I uh, was is really good at some of the flat tracks too. Some of the smaller, inter- smaller intermediate tracks is the way I'm gonna go about saying it, but not completely accurate. Uh, and Chandler Smith moves over from the 18 at KBM to the 16 at Colleague and Xfinity. That's big. Hey, great Toyota X. Big time, love that for AJ. Big time, love that for AJ. AJ, 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 AJ. AJ. Um, How are these gonna do in that car? I think he'll do well. He's there's five. Road course races, are we... I mean, do we expect him to make the playoffs? I feel like we do. <coughs> Excuse me. Damn. I think he'll be hovering around top 20. So. And he could probably make the playoffs. He's, he's got it in to win a road course yeah. race. That's know. the crazy thing. Like, looking at next year now, after how crazy this year was, who who's going to be on the outside looking in next year? That's going to be a good question for our off-season episode. Oh, that is a good one, actually. Because... Think about it. I mean, four different guys, one here to start the playoffs that weren't in. It is really hard for me to look at the playoffs right now and, and knock more than maybe two people out. Yeah. Yeah. What, it's Chase, just, Chase I mean, going. I'm <laughs> pretty sure everyone's first people out of every round has been wrong every time. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's just, there's no, <laughs> there's no sense. There's, there's, there's I think no me ac- anymore. accepting the inevitable. <laughs> Alex Bowman round of 12 elimination is maybe like the only one that we've gotten right so far. <laughs> so. Yeah. Who knows? Why do you have a pair of channel locks? Because <laughs> I have I just to... realized what I you were holding. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, why? Um, so the microphone is getting really bad on this. I have to like put duct tape and kind of rig something together to keep it on the stand because I'm cheap. And it the, was a lot easier a little to use adapter that connects your microphone to. Yeah, so like the plastic has kind of worn out from. Dog, I'll just. Se- I'll send you my extra metal one. <laughs> nah. No, it's the plastic piece. It's this plastic piece here. Oh, the actual. Cl- yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I thought you were pointing at the adapter. Yeah, no, no, okay. this this part's okay. This is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, back. Sorry, sorry, audio listeners. You don't care. <laughs> Um, it was reported by Lee Spencer and Spencer today. <laughs> you didn't even answer the question. Why I have channel locks? <laughs> That's why, because I was tightening it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh I thought God, I thought that dude. was pretty. I, I thought you could use your inference skills. Over. I yeah. was waiting for it. Like I'm. Yeah. Whatever. Oh um, <laughs> reported today that Tyler Reddick's RCR contract has been bought out. An announcement expected this weekend. This kind of comes surprise up, of nobody. 
kinds of comes off the heels of Denny Hamlin saying there'd be a Kurt Busch update. Uh, thank you, Kurt, for all the memories. Yeah. Hope he, hope he gets the send-off he deserves. He won't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He won't. I mean... Oh, I, I, I don't mean to be, like, jerk Joe, double J, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, Casey Kane has to step out of the race car, and he doesn't get any send-off. Um, Clint Boyer announces three weeks left in the year that he's retiring, or that he's going to the whatever, however that went. I don't even remember how that went down. Um, he gets no send-off, although he's still in, on TV. Kurt Busch, I assume, will be on TV. Um, and he's still going to be a part of 2311. Um, Matt Kenseth had the unholiest send-off. What I happens like when you're? Oh yeah, <laughs> the first one. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's what happens when you retire when Dale Junior's retiring. <laughs> Dude, I'll always remember that of like they had the the grand spectacle of Junior, and then they just cut over, and it's just Matt Kenseth, just like, yep, I'm also retired. It was fun. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, it's been brought up that the sport doesn't really care about you. Bonnie Taylor's <laughs> tweeted it out. I was just about to bring that up. I, uh, that's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame because it shouldn't be that way. Now, Kurt Busch is a champion. Um, to say what I just said is crazy. But, um, you know, I think what we'll remember, I hope we remember that he won the Kansas, his last win was at Kansas in the Michael Jordan, Jordan brand car. That's pretty damn cool. Um, I think if you told Kurt Busch in 2004 after he won the championship that would be his last win, he would tell you you're crazy. <laughs> Albeit Kurt Busch was a little crazy at the time, too. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Um, I, I don't... That's what we're kind of pointing to, right? Uh, we knew Richard Chillers was playing chicken with 23-11. Mm-hmm. Seems like twenty three eleven kind of figured out. Okay, crap. Kurt Busch is going to be out. Um, yeah, it was basically like you better buy out this contract, or one of us is going to have to buy a charter. You got to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it'll be a lot cheaper for you to buy out this contract than to buy a charter. <laughs> and that's the thing. Um, yeah, you can't do both, right? Yeah. So if you're RCR, hey, you know what? We'll start a third team. We'll stick Tyler in the R and D car next year. Yeah. We'll take our team that we have for the money team and we'll just <laughs> seriously. It's like what I, say, I was saying this in the USRL server, though. It's, it was a really I don't know if it was a bluff by Richard Childress, but it was a really smart one because like if they don't buy him out, it's like, all right, cool. Well, we got Austin Hill's future ride ready. So, yeah, so yeah. it. I mean. I don't know. <laughs> um. Oh, we know our rich children's could have demoted Tyler Reddick to the Xfinity series next year. <laughs> could you imagine? Jesus Christ. Twitter would go crazy. Yeah. Tyler would win Just like be- 20 races. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I I'm I'm really sad. Again, that kind of just points to Kurt's most likely <laughs> done, which I, I kind of figured for the last couple weeks. Um I know I talked with you guys earlier this year with about someone that I know mm. on the inside that was but 
Yeah. What a bummer. Anyways, head to Sin City. <laughs> Xfinity. Conveniently, Kurt Busch's hometown. All right. That's where he's going to make his retirement announcement, I bet. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if he can fly. I don't see why. He... Yeah, I don't know. I don't also, know. stop with the freaking, oh, concussion low symptoms. He's got a concussion. Just say it. Just say it. Yeah. He hit his noggin. Jack's his coconut. Um, yeah. Xfinity, final oh, four picks. Playoff. These ones are pretty easy, actually. Well, I don't know what the. I don't even know who's in the playoff. I don't even know everyone that's in the no, playoffs. No, Gregson, so. Ty Gibbs, AJ Allmendinger, Justin Allgaier, those Josh four. Berry. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those first three. Uh, Berry, Austin Hill, Brandon Jones, Sam Mayer. Um, are those the four you're picking? No, I was, I was listing no. the other four because you didn't get to them. No, God, no! I'm not picking Brandon Jones for the final four. I think I think that first four you mentioned is is what I'm going with there. Um, that's the easy. That's like the layup. I think to, okay, to just... change it up, I'm gonna swap Allgaier for Josh Berry because Damn being it. a Justin Allgaier fan is nothing but excruciating uh, championship heartbreak. So let's just <laughs> rip that Band-Aid off before we even get there. So God, don't even get to the final four. Does Ty Gibbs don't get, get some comeuppance? Comeuppance? Muppet? I don't know. Um, I know Ty's got a bunch of points. He's got a bunch of wins. Noah's got a bunch of points. He's got a bunch of wins. AJ's got a bunch of points. He's got a bunch of wins and the regular season title. Um, so really, it yeah. kind of feels like it's for that fourth spot. I look at Martinsville. I look at Josh Berry. Also look at Brandon Jones, who won there, although not really on merit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll give that one to him. So um, <laughs> he's there at the end. Yeah, he, I mean, he he flat out raced Ty Gibbs for the lead. I'll give him that. He did. So. He did. Yeah. He did. Um. Sam there, Aaron. USRL. I didn't. I didn't shit on jo or Brandon Jones. There, are you happy with me for once? Okay. None of them are watching this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, God. Um, race picks. Who you got winning at Vegas? I'm gonna totally contradict myself and say Josh Berry. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was gonna pick Josh Berry. Justin Allgaier. I'm gonna contradict myself too. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna take AJ Allmendinger. Mm, He's hot. Okay. He's hot right now. Yeah. I'll fight you. Not that colleagues ever had any speed on the mile and a half this year, but watch Brandon Jones and Sam Mayer are going to win the next two races and make me look like an idiot. I swear to God. Add another one to the, the long lineage of Matthew being immediately wrong about sports. So or Austin Hill's just sitting there like, gosh, you guys didn't say my name once. Yeah, um, I'm thinking about you, Austin Hill, don't worry. Cup Series final four picks. Um, ooh. Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain. Uh, William Byron because he's gonna get in on a win. On, he's gonna get a walk off win at Homestead because he's good there. And Ryan Blaney's gonna point in. No, Denny Hamlin. Yeah, he's pretty. He's minus five coming in. So yeah, minus five coming in. I don't, you know. Where, oh, wow. where Chase, the, where the four in Chase Ross, Lagana, Joey and Bell. And Bell. Ooh, Which Chase Joey. is the only one who's really clear. It from Logano to Briscoe is twenty points. Yeah. yeah. So that's, it's kind of a crap two shoot. stages. Um <laughs> what you got? What you got, Matt? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Elliot. I really don't want to pick Logano because I don't want to see him in the final four. But I'm gonna go with my gut and say Elliot, Logano, Chastain, and Hamlin, unfortunately. Yeah, I got kind of the same. I got Elliot, obviously. Um he is gonna be the one not to make it now that we've all made that prediction. And everyone in their mother has made that prediction. Um, 
Denny Hamlin, because he is good at Vegas, he is good at Homestead. He's decent at Martinsville. The William Byron shout's really tough. I'm going to go away from it. I'm going to take Christopher Bell. Put two Gibbs cars in there. And then the final will be Ryan Blaney. Because he has been the most consistent driver all year, in my opinion. Consistent. Consistently yeah, fifth. Can't, can't argue with that. So. Um, who you got winning the race this weekend, then? Is it one of your four, or do you got a non-playoff guy? Um, I was looking at non-playoffs. I'm going to not <laughs> immediately uh, contradict mm. myself again, and I'll pick smart this time. Yeah. Actually, he was very good here in the spring. Uh, I'm going to take Ross Chastain. Yeah. I was going to go with his teammate, Daniel Suarez. That wouldn't be a and bad pick either. Those are kind of my two picks. Um, They've been good on the mile <laughs> and a halves. Oh, man. You know, I don't care. I'm a homer at Eric Jones. There you go. Ooh. That'd be he, cool, though. He was really quick until I don't remember who he wrecked. Oh, it was Chase Briscoe. Him and Chase Briscoe wrecked. Briscoe wrecked him. Funny. Um, just like he did this last weekend. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> oh. Shout out to Eric Jones becoming like dark Eric Jones since that Darlington win. Dark <laughs> He's Jones. gone like full, <laughs> like full heel turn villain. <laughs> it's not even a heel it. turn because he's like he's not wrong. Yeah, Ty Gibbs ran him cool. over under caution. Right. Yeah. He's like here's <laughs> here is my receipt. The best part. He the tweeted that part, at like 3 a.m. Yeah. I I just know he was drunk. Oh my god! I, like I, I when he's when he, when I saw the time, I was like, oh, please tell me he's drunk. He's got to be is, drunk when he's he drunk. Karaoke, by the way. Drunk at 3 a.m. and it was a Gibbs driver, and he was like, oh, dude, time to dunk <laughs> on this nerd. Um, the Chase Briscoe one is hilarious because we obviously know a couple Chase Briscoe fans, and um, well, he didn't run you over. He did run him over. Like he, he ran him over. He didn't wreck him, but he ran him over. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying. That, hey, running you over in the rule, old rule book wouldn't get you. You'd be fine. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that was a good one, Davey. That was a good one. That was a good know. joke. Laugh at my joke. Laugh. Uh, buy Fake Racers podcast merch on the JTM merch store. Go check it out. We'd appreciate it. I know it. I need to. It's getting it's getting cold outside. It's getting a little chilly. We got some new PTR it's merch up there. Cold. Yeah, let's not sing that song. Yeah, let's not sing that song. That was a little weird of you. What's the rule? <laughs> David, I like how you're just like hitting a dab every time you cough. It's well, I got to look bad. stylish and also make my cough quiet so people know that I'm coughing and still sick, but still doing the podcast and they know yeah. I'm a trooper. And you're also dabbing on Sponsor him, me, Husky Chocolate. It's getting two birds stoned at once. <laughs> that normally doesn't get me. <laughs> got me this time. Got me this time. Well, that one, that one got me. Um, you can follow Davey. Fuck He's got all his social media below. Stream. Matt's got all his social media below. Uh, really, you need to make sure you're following JTN at Johto Network, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, yes. all those things. Um, I'm going to try to do my best to clip things. Davey's going to try to do his best to clip things. Um, Matthew should try to clip things, but he's kind of busy, I guess. Oopside. Yeah, sorry I'm a little behind on uh, uploads. I was gone for a week, but I'm I just wouldn't upload done, so. last week's. I know, it was pretty good. So, <laughs> it's a pretty good episode. I think we <laughs> should put it, it in outdated. the vault. We should put it in the vault and then have like a special premiere of it and be like, wow, look at how wrong these guys were. <laughs> I We really uh, need to go back and revisit the um, 
the prediction pot, the grade podcast at the end of this season. Yeah, that's that's the that's the hope. Oh yeah, we were supposed to do mid season grades, but uh, season got crazy in the middle. So yeah, that's lame. The mid season grades, boo. End of season grades. That's that's cool. Um, anyways, can't thank you folks enough for watching. Make sure you click the like button, subscribe, do all those things. We appreciate what you do. And we'll see you guys next week right here on the Fake Racers Podcast. Goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> One more. See you.